Hanyoung, and welcome to Hallyujuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 18, Anthony. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos! Welcome to another fine episode of Hallyujuku, your... One-stop shop for K-pop and J-pop and all kinds of East Asian pop culture. I am Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Cass. How you doing, Cass? Hasta la huevos, Peter. I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Get off my back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are gathered once again... And as we always start this show, as our as our predi- tradition, tradition, road to perdition. What? I don't what? Know. I don't know. Start as the is whole our thing tra- over. <laughs> <laughs> as is our tradition, every episode we check in with each other to hear to talk about what we've been listening to. What you have you been listening to this week, Kaz? Um, a lot, well, I picked more music from my, uh, gaming playlist, as I talked about last week, uh, when you have those long runs in a video game, uh, and if you're a K-pop, J-pop, whatever fan, you know, um, why not use the things that you love to kind of help you through those long raids or stretches of lull or Starcraft or whatever it might be. So, uh, this week I picked from my list, CN Blue, uh, Can't Stop which is actually Can't Stop Me Now, but uh, the song is titled Can't Stop. A really nice, smooth, CN Blue song. Um, really not much else to say about it other mm. than that. Moving on. Sounds, sounds very OST-ish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how all of CN Blue's music sounds, actually. It all sounds like it belongs... Heard over a radio in a drama as the main yeah. couple are arguing or kissing or something. Like it, it or, just all sounds that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next song I picked is, uh, XOK, which is XO Korea for those keeping score at home. Uh, their song Machine, an older XO song, but, but nonetheless a good one. Mm hmm. From their rookie times, from their growing pains, but still a fun song. You yeah. get to see like the the early times when they first broke onto the scene before they decided to just assemble and be EXO when it was still EXO OK and EXO M. <laughs> yeah, um, which actually is weird because it still is that, but they just kind of split their time between how they do certain stuff. Yeah, um, and then what acronym they take. Yeah, that yeah. sounds a weird ass fucking boy group. Um, yeah. but, but whatever. They're making bank. No one cares. Yeah. They're making bank. <laughs> they make, they make that money. That's, um, on to my last song. Uh, I started listening to the goddamn XO song. God damn it. Um, <laughs> on to, on to our next one, which is FX is danger. And I know you know this song probably very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's a, what would you say about this song? Like, it's kind of just a, a club like, kind of song from EXO. Yeah, it's it's a from F uh, from FX Danger. It's a it's a, just a kind of the classic FX style that had they built their sound upon, 
and really like you know that chorus so even like when hearing the uh verse first verse may seem unfamiliar if you haven't listened to the song for a while uh, once the chorus yeah, comes that back thing in does come out of her butt <laughs> that's what i said it's just like I wasn't she turns her attention. I just I just looked and there fucking a balloon comes out of her butt. Yeah, she turns her hip and suddenly a balloon with a very long stick like it came from a specific place. Uh just that's, comes out of her backside. That's some weird foreshadowing or some weird ass editing that somebody yeah. was like Nobody's gonna think this is weird that this thing comes from behind her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like I was saying, when you, when you hear it first, after a while, after a while not hearing it, you might be, it might seem familiar, like, oh, I haven't heard this song before, and then the chorus hits him, like, oh yeah, it's that song, and it's one of those, like, like songs that, that, that t- makes you do that, uh, but it's just a really fun FX song, it's really that classic, really cool, funky, ex- dance pop style that, like, really, that, that FX kind of, established for themselves in kind of a in their niche uh and i i just thought of this question and i now need to ask you right mm-hmm. you're 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 kind of established in in the korean pop girl group genre right mm-hmm. and and it's pretty it's pretty easy to say at the top for you is sunisha day girls generation right yeah, Sunishiday and 21. 20, Sunishiday and 21 are my number ones next to each other. Like, right there. Okay. What's two and three? Um, five. Just, just, what are the, the two that come right after? As far as girl groups, I think it would be, I would say FX is right there. Um, uh-huh. and FX and crayon pop right now. That, that's, okay, that's where it I, is right now, personally. FX FX just because they they have been, they're kind of a uh uh a kind of a what's the word uh spiritual Stable. favorite personal oh, favorite a uh, kind of a uh eh, I forget that word but uh just to kind of a this one that that I've always liked you know just from the first times I've ever listened to Pink Tape. Uh, going back to listen to some of the other songs, and they're just kind of there. And of course, Crayon Pop have taken over my life nowadays. I love those girls. God mm-hmm. damn, those girls are awesome. They're, they're hilarious and fun. I'm looking forward to when the next comeback without helmets, hopefully. <laughs> Cause I think they're beautiful and they can, they can shine beyond the helmets. But yeah, I would say two and three are, are FX and Crayon Pop. For okay. sure. Uh, right, I just, those I just... Weirdly wanted to know that all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there's like other groups that are like kind of warming their way in, into there. Like, uh, Girls Day are kind of win me over a little bit, especially with their silly antics on like variety, on like, uh, interview shows and variety shows and like, uh, and their songs are cool and like Ladies Code, I'm keeping an eye on, but yeah, those are the things. Uh, speaking of like girl groups that, uh, are relatively new, uh, like one song that, uh, caught my attention, a new release, just like uh, for you with CM Blue, uh, Bestie with their song Thank You Very Much, which is just kind of a fun, cute little song, you know, classic uh, girl group music. And it's a fun song. And I, I kind of like the video because it, it's like, there's not a lot of times where you see, uh, in K-pop, uh, 
the theme you, you see the theme of the broken-hearted girl trying uh, dealing with uh being dumped by a boy or being unable to have a boy but right, right. it's always like you know it's always them being all mopey and crying or trying to win him back or chasing him or stalking him or constantly obsessing over him and wanting to be with him but it, it's not common that you see a music video in which the they she's uh, been dumped or can't have a boy and she, you know what she decides all right let's all just girls night out and have fun and she's yeah. like decides to it's like it's a club or the arcade and then they hit the arcade as friends and they all have silly fun together just to get over you know she may have been dumped but you know what i've still got my friends and i'm gonna cheat at the um mallet game by by sitting on the mallet with my butt and then get an ultra high score by like us by doing that and but yeah the best these thank you very much it's a really fun song it's a really funny video a kind of cute funny video it's nothing revolutionary just really cool and fun and i thought that caught my attention um i just got really close to my my monitor yeah because i'm listening to the song and i thought i heard thank you very much but <laughs> but no their 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 english is all right their english is yeah. okay thank you very and we, much i know how we like to harp on people's english that english is not their first language on the yeah. show but uh, Bessie does that just one, fine. That one almost caught me. Yeah. Yeah. The Bessie does, uh, does very, really well. Uh, but also another one, uh, randomly I decided to, like, was watching, uh, random music, random videos on YouTube, and I decided to go back and watch the Idra Kimshi interview with U Beat, cause that's, uh-huh. uh, that was always like a fun interview with, like, the, with Kevin and AJ and, uh, and, um, and, that got me to rewatch their song, Should Have treat, Treated You Better. And that reminded me how kind of a cool that song was and, uh, how catchy and cool it was. And uh, Kevin's voice and vocals are really cool. And like, it's just like a really cool little, just standard K-pop song, K-pop, pseudo hip hop kind of cool thing. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of was grooving out to it. And I just thought I'd include that in there just cause, Ubeat is a group that I do not know. Yeah, they are a subunit of Ukis. Okay, so, I know Ukis, but I, for some reason mm-hmm. I don't know Ubeat. I've heard yeah, of Ukis. I don't really listen to Ukis, but I know of Ukis. Yeah, they are they are a subunit of Ubeat. Just kind of technically, it's the two that aren't Kevin. Those are Ubeat, and then Kevin is <laughs> the featured. two that aren't Kevin. <laughs> Uh, Eli and AJ. Everybody but that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, and then all the other crew members of you kiss aren't there, but basically the two members of that aren't Kevin, uh, in that video particular, in that particular video, because Kevin is just a guest, technically. And it goes back to the joke that they made in that interview where that they said that we're going to keep having, uh, subunits of you kiss. But that they were all gonna to exclude Kevin <laughs> to the point where they would have you Kevin, and that maybe that one might not even have him in the in the in it. Oh yeah, I remember us talking about this now, like them just constantly leave, leaving out Kevin. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, that was a fun interview. Which is this? Is this group not marketed to try to sell in America with those American ass names? Yeah. Kevin. Well, I mean, well, two of them are American. <laughs> Kevin is oh, from. That's like, why. There we go. Hey, right. Kevin's from San Francisco. Music 
using American Asians as your pop stars. Because fuck it, like, if they're not going to get any media representation here, might as well go over there where they <laughs> you can get media representation. Screw it. Uh, but yeah, it, Kevin and, uh, in the, the brunette there, uh, the other guy there, uh, Eli is, uh, is, uh, they're both Americans. They speak very good English. I, I uh, would assume so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another thing uh, of, uh, was to forget that her first language was English. Yeah. <laughs> no, park bomb. Uh, I think she forgets to speak English and I think she's starting to forget how to make facial expressions. She's well, forgotten what it's that like. Much surgery before thirty-five on your face, you know. Yeah. At a certain point, you got to have a surgery to raise an eyebrow. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but now for something completely different. Uh, I thought I'd because we were going to talk about baby metal in a little bit. <laughs> just do that. <laughs> Truly, just make that transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about a Japanese metal and I talked about Algeus before and I thought I'd kind of throw out some more oh, Algeus yeah, out there. Yeah. Uh, because we're talking about baby metal and, and, and that has brought to the attention of a lot of people of like Japanese metal and, uh, and we're going to talk about how much I dig baby metal and how crazy and fun that is. But if you were one of those people that thinks, eh, baby metal's okay, but I, I just want regular old kick ass chick heavy metal, well, here you go. Algeus. <laughs> They're a really cool group. Uh, they, the, the singer's really powerful. Uh, very goth metal, very kind of yeah. powerful. It's really cool. And that classic Japanese metal sound. If you don't know what Japanese metal is about and how, how much the Japanese, Japanese appreciate death metal the metal. Is like a really, really weird mix of, of really clean vocals most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, speed metal, cause it's really fast. It's going to always generally be really, really fast guitars, really fast uh-huh. drums. Um, and then there's gonna kind of be low moments, then speed, low, speed, low, speed, low, speed. And that's just like, that's Japanese death metal, like, for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one thing that's great about Japan is their appreciation of metal. <laughs> and you gotta yeah. love that. Uh, but check that out. Algeus, uh, Dominator, which is a really cool song. Another, though I have to say, the, I, I know it's a thing. I know that it's just the way it works, but the whole short version, like the short preview of the music video on YouTube, mm-hmm. not the Wait, this actual is three full minutes. How is this a sample? Yeah, I, I, it's apparently that's like a, uh, it just kind of stops. <laughs> it just kind of fades, fades out abruptly and stops. I, what is I, there, like, two can, extra minutes that they decided not to upload? Get out of here. Apparently, I don't know. Upload the I whole song. Oh my god. Unlike, yeah, we, is, we've been over what a music sample is. A music sample, the Korean does, Korea does this right. A music sample is 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. You give me a snippet and I'm like, okay, I'm interested. I'll, I'm going to wait for that to come out because I want to hear more. If you give me three minutes of a song and call it a sample, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think because they want you to buy the music video with the, the, the thing, and apparently. Apparently that's what they, it's in Japan, you buy the music video. Which is like, no. If you're gonna, on YouTube, you put the whole thing. That's it. Anyways. 
I, I just wanted to say that I'm sick. Of, I'm, I, I'm tired of all. The, I'm trying to watch these music videos, and all I get is like two minutes of it, and then it ends abruptly. It's like no happy ending. But that's that's all for that rant. Uh, but for now, we're gonna move on to the headlines. And now we're in the headlines. Hope you all enjoyed that little crazy stinger that I got from Pond Five. Yeah. <laughs> We have, we have, we've got stingers now. We've got like transition points. We've got mm-hmm. professional and shit. Crazy. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, but let's get on with headlines. Um, let's get on with the headlines. Some are really cool. Headline, Peter. We're talking about Nicole. So uh, as y'all know, uh, Nicole, uh, broke away from, uh, Kara. She, you know, her contract with DSV expired. Uh, she kind of let it expire and she de- decided to do her own thing. Uh, and now she's in New York. She's been, you know, ups- uploading to Instagram. She's been doing good things. She's been hanging out, living like a normal human being. I love it. I love that this Asian Junkie article starts with, besides having fun with life and being a normal human, <laughs> uh, which gives you a, a perspective on what it's like to be an idol. Um, she's actually working really cool with a cool choreographer, uh, getting ready for her, for her comeback and kind of training and stuff with Jermaine Brown. And they released a cool little video, uh, this past week, of like kind of a dance routine that they were doing, uh, to Usher's daddy's home. Uh, mm-hmm. did you get a chance to check out the little snippet? Yeah. Yeah. This came across like my radar. And the first thing that, uh, all right, right. So, First thing that came across my my mind was like, man, she is hitting those moves. Then the second thing was that is a very fit black man hitting very like <laughs> effeminate dance moves. But I was like, he's a choreographer, so that is his job. That is his job to do that. <laughs> yes, of course, he is fierce, and I, and I commend him for that. But yeah, it, it is just really cool to see her, uh, her doing so well and like doing some kickass moves. And goddamn those abs! <laughs> oh yeah, she's no. got some abs, like. God damn. It's almost like she's eating like a normal human being and not being starved skinny. You know? Right. It's amazing what you can do when you can like eat and have a regular workout next and uh uh nutrition regimen and not necessarily just be starved skinny <laughs> yeah. and overworked. Hmm. It's amazing what that can do for for a fit body. But yeah. It's just really cool seeing like Nicole doing doing cool things and I I'll look forward to what she's doing because uh like She's one of the coolest members of Kara. Well, she was one of the coolest members of Kara. She was always funny on like a variety of shows and, uh, I, I wish her well and I'm excited to see what, what comes of, of her training and her working out with Jermaine Brown and hopefully really cool things. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just love that at the end they're just acting like fools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just the way it is. Uh, this is like one of the best moments of like, I watched, uh, the dance choreography video of Troublemakers now and, mm-hmm. uh, how it's the two, how it's the two of them and all the background dancers. And there's a point where all the background dancers, they, they kind of go away cause it focuses on just the two of them. So when it's that part, they're in the dance studio, they all go to behind the camera and then just start heckling. Uh, Hiana and, and, and the dude, Hiana, uh, and then at the end when they go to their final pose, they just grab their shoes and throw it at them. Throw out their <laughs> shoes at them. <laughs> they just start yelling at them like, ah! 
And it's just like the, the, the tomfoolery that happens when you, when you work in that much together, uh, the camaraderie right. that comes with that. Uh, but it's some fun stuff. Uh, speaking of people that, uh, are stuck together and have to work together for a really long time, maybe live, each, live together. Uh, AKB, AKB48 had their big team shuffle and we looked at the results. You looked at the results because I, I don't know. I even know yeah. how to l- or interpret these, but you are our AKB48, uh, correspondent or analyst. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been the, making attempts to to try to reestablish myself with the AKB48 phenomenon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as your man on the streets, I have not got there yet. I am basically still on a plane, so I missed this whole shuffle. Um, I didn't even know this was on the radar. I didn't even know this was on the calendar to happen. The shuffles are generally random, um, and it's kind of usually generally to spice things up. You know, get kind of people talking about you know. Like, oh no, what? How dare you put her, like, how dare you put her, you know, with that person or this or whatever? How dare you put her with that team? Cause there are, you know, certain people that like, there's a roster of AKB girls and then they're like, man, that's my, that's my roster, man. Don't fuck with my roster. And then they fuck with their roster and they're like, time to send death threats. Um, <laughs> so, uh, come on, interesting things. Like I said, this isn't really going to change a lot. Um, the the kind of big thing here, uh, for those who may be kind of fly-by-night AKB follower, listeners, aficionados, uh, um, the girl who cut off all her hair, Minami, uh, is kind of back in the rankings within... Um, Within AKB. So right now she's on team four as a captain or whatever. So she basically has her status back because she was, I think she was a sub captain before. So there's that. And like I said, if this is something you care about, the link is right there on the site. I will give you a list of all the names, who's where, mm-hmm. what's, what's going on. Um, and like I said, as far as captains and things like that go, there does not look like a lot of change from what I remember there being, yeah. um, well, like, uh, the, the only big change is the creation of Team K, or the, the, the recent Team K group, which is, yeah. uh, gonna be interesting, like, uh, I mean, I imagine, uh, yeah. and then, of course, the exchange student from Nag- Nogizaka 46, Ikoma Arena, uh, and they're gonna be sending, uh, they're gonna be sending Matsui Reina from SKE 48 over to Nogizaka 46, and it's gonna be like, they're trading, and I'm wondering, uh, they, they sent over, uh, Matsui Reina, wondering if they got draft picks, uh, in return. <laughs> um, or, or, a, a member to be named later. A trainee to be named later. Yeah. To me, alright, right, so to me, as I, as I look through here, kind of the biggest thing in here that I see that, that is like kind of, kind of like the biggest kind of weird thing is Watanabe Mayu who's kind of been one of the girls who's been around forever. He went from team A to team B and she just kind of like is on this roster. She's not holding any position of power or anything like that. Not that that's ever really been her thing, but it's just like, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm reading this wrong. Watch another Mayu. Watch another Mayu. Uh, Fucking lost her in the sea of girls just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's on TV, team B. I, I, I see her. Uh, okay. but yeah, she's in, she's there in team B, yeah. Or she was previously uh, in team A. Yeah, and you know, that's just, I don't know, like, 
that seems I don't know what their intent is with certain stuff and like certain people that they move sometimes and things like that. And like, I always feel like team A should be like the most popular team B should kind of team K should be like, you know, whatever. Um, cause team K didn't really look to get hit that hard to me. Like team K still seems to be rather, uh, still team K. If you look at yeah. a lot of these names and then the group that they were before, um, but, like I said, if this is one of those things that you care about, we're not going to really sit here and, like, try to break this down like a fucking football analysis like Petey just did <laughs> over there. Like, yeah. oh, man, they, they fucking sent Minagishi Minami over to Team C, and uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah, they sent, her, they sent her down to the minors. She's been hitting well. Like, no, we're not, I'm not going to sit uh, here and do that right now. No, I'm, I'm just waiting for one of them. To, I'm just waiting for one of them to need Tommy John surgery. That's really all I want. Like I want somebody to announce that a an idol of some kind needs to have Tommy John surgery, and I know once I tell him uh, the idea and the concept, DJM would would revel in it too. That's <laughs> uh, just me. That's just the baseball guy in me. Uh, but this is all. This whole team shuffle is really gearing things up for uh, gearing up for I guess post Oshima Yuko uh, time. And yeah. we just got, they officially released the single. I don't know if the music video came out before this, but I know the single, like the actual single as in the CD that's called the single, uh, that with that song featured, it came out this week on the 26th. Uh, My Shika Mukane. It's the la, the final song with, uh, Oshima Yuko as the center, kind of a graduation. It's, well, it is not just kind of, it is her graduation song. Uh, before she kind of, if she graduates officially, uh, in the future, there's going to be a, a concert. Uh, I, I don't know when, let me see. I don't know when, but she's going to have a graduation concert. And you got a chance to at least check out a bit of the, the, the video. Uh, yeah, what, the what do you think? Long ass video that didn't end. God damn it. Um, I love AKB and I love that every so often they make movies, but you can't call a music video a movie. When it's a movie, <laughs> um, I I don't I I guess it was zombie apocalypse. I had to skip just to find the goddamn song, ladies and gentlemen. Like I had I, like I wanted to sit and watch it, but you know, recording time was coming upon us, and like I didn't want to sit here and watch a fifteen minute movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, and I will to describe. Yeah, I'll describe the plot points because it it's. Uh, I watched the whole thing a while ago, and, and it starts off with this post-apocalyptic world. Uh, it's really cool and well acted. I have to give the girls some credit. They, they kind of portray their roles well, and they kind of do have this serious tone. I can't judge their, like, speaking manner and their acting as far as how they spoke, but they s- seem to sp- speak naturally. They didn't really seem awkward. They, uh, obviously. They do but, one of, these kind of things every once in a while one of these kind of like long form videos every once in a while like they did one where like it was like a fighting high school kind of thing and all the girls were fighting each other and there were different gangs um and they've done other ones or whatever um so this is something that they're used to this is something that they train for so generally the acting and the stuff like that is pretty on par sometimes it's a little bit over the top um and, and there is some of that in this um 
Yeah, it's it's very gritty and weird. Uh, but uh, all right, so they 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 you see them wandering and you see them kind of uh, navigating the landscape of whatever they are, wherever they are in uh, Japan. Uh, they're you know barren wasteland. They you know are trying to f- gather resources. At some point, they split up. You know, like one group splits uh, from one, and like Oshimayuka is kind of kind of holds a leader position in one of the groups, obviously, because uh, she's kind of you know she's the center. It's kind of her, her job there, and you stay with her group, and then like at some point they get a radio call from the other group that they get ambushed, uh, <laughs> and they they go and they rescue them and they come back, and I think. One of them doesn't make it because one of them gets presents like like the the clothes or the sash or something from the other one to the to Oshima, and uh, she starts to cry. <laughs> uh, it's like yeah. you know, it's like it's that, that sounds like Oshima Yuko and, and and some of the other girls. Like shit happens, they cry. That's their job. Yeah. <laughs> and like like she felt responsible. It's, it's like they lost his comrade. Uh, it was like a war movie and, and shit. And it was like, and then at some point they start wandering this abandoned, uh, building or something. And then, uh, at some point they find a tree with, uh, with keys dangling from it or like an artificial tree with keys dangling from it with like little plaques with, uh, Roman numerals on it. She grabs one. Uh, she wanders halls, checks, but look. Wanders halls with very evidently, uh, sequenced Roman numerals, uh, uh, doors. Like, it's very obviously that this was 31, 32, but still checks every door, even though hers says a specific number. And checks every number. It's like, alright, is it this one? No, that one's 31. Let right, me not read the, the number on this key. Let me just go to every fucking door. I know there's a number on this key. But that doesn't mean like, shit to me. <laughs> it's like she looks and uh, constantly comparing the number on her little plaque to the number on the wall. It's like, this one's 31. Mine says 34. All right. This one says 32. All right. Mine says 34. All right. Let me check the next one. No. Skip. Go two. You'll find 34. Lo and behold, two doors later, she finds 34. It's in the, in the end of a hallway. And then she finds an abandoned stage, an empty, uh, uh, open room, a stage, and a microphone with a spotlight on it. And she grabs the microphone, she instantly transforms into, uh, her stage outfit from her, like, you know, her survival outfit to her stage outfit, and suddenly there's a crowd in front of her. And she <laughs> sees, like, other members approach her and look at her, and she smiles at them, and then, uh, and then, the music video starts, and then they sing the song, and then they sing the song, uh, and that song is Mae, Mae Shikamukane, which is a really fun song. It's a really cool, uh, song. I think very, it has a very cool personality to it, uh, very, a very, I think the, the, the best of, the, I think the, the really cool, good parts of AKB48, that, that personality that I think uh, really gravitates people towards AKB48, which is that, that fun personality in the music that at least from my, you know, mild observations, uh, I think is one of the things that I always gravitate towards for, from their songs. Uh, I don't know. What did, what did you think of like the actual song itself? Um, the actual song 
was was the rock style that AKB has kind of liked. I know Shiromoyuko is in the lead. Um, very, very, you know, anthem-y. Mm-hmm. Is that, I don't, I don't, I don't even like what famous. I just said. I don't even... <laughs> oh. What? Anthem-y. <laughs> Whatever. It's out there at Anthony this point. Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. I, I can't Kiedis. take it back. Um... Anthony Gallegos. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm done. I just said Anthony. Fuck. Uh, it's a good. It's a good song. I like the song a lot. Um, I don't know. There's really not much else to say. Like I like the song. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate it for what it is. I think it's a really good song. Uh, and, and, it, and just, it's a good proper send off for, for Oshima Yuko. I think. Yeah, from, because like the, I said, this is the type of song that she likes to lead. She likes to lead these rockish, you know, hard kind of songs or whatever, you know, cause she likes very to dance around and, and jump around and be that kind of person. So it, it fits her. Yeah. Very, very, uh, sing-alongable. Very fit, pus, fu, uh, uh, Puff, fist, fu- fist pumpy uh-huh. sing along. <laughs> You're so excited fist you don't even pumping. know what to do with yourself. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, but yeah, it's that, that really cool fist pumpy, uh, anth- uh, anthemic, anthemic, uh, theme song kind of, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we both struggling with just saying the word anthem? Why? Well, I Why? went with anthemic. Anthemic is the proper one. You went and made up a new one. Anthemy. Anthemy Ketis and shit. Anthemy <laughs> Gallegos, you know. Anthemy. Uh. <laughs> anthemic. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, moving on. It, it's a fun song, but moving on. We're moving on to, to the, to the, story, please. to the different story. We're still in Japan. And I think, uh, one of the cool things that, uh, another new release, which is really cool, uh, Baby Metal put out their for their first full length album. Uh, yeah. and it was exciting. It, as an album, it's really cool. Uh, I got to check it out and it's a really cool album. It's basically, a, it's mostly songs that they've released before, uh, which so is not uncommon. Stuff that we already know. Yeah, a lot of the stuff we already know, like, uh, Doki Doki Morning, Headbang Ya, you know, Gimme Chaco, if you check, if you've seen, if you caught that, uh, there's three new songs on there, so it's not completely rehashed, but it's all songs you've heard before, but, which is not, that's not a crime against humanity, that's been done a million times before, so that's, awesome it's all collected into one you know cd that you can gather together and have as a cd so it's really cool and i I dug it it has a good progression uh have we heard from mutual co-host uh djm on this one yet like he he was hyped about it when i told him he loves the baby metal i don't know how he feels about this collection but i know he loves the baby metal and and he's loved most of the track and you know what he yeah he has told me okay uh, he has told me that he legitimately thinks that the, there's some really, there's some good, legitimately good metal songs in this album, which I agree. There are, on this album, first of all, Baby Metal at its core is just a really fun group. It's idol meets metal. It's very kitschy. It's the thing that yeah. about it is, uh, on the surface, it seems like it's the, dumbest idea ever. It's like the silliest idea ever. These it's, three it's teenage idols. Cute. 
girls doing death metal. Like it's, yeah. it's three cute little girls doing death metal and like, but yeah. they don't even really actually play any instruments or anything. Yeah, no. It's basically they're doing idol singing and idol dances in front of a heavy metal band. And on the surface that seems dumb, but at its core, the way it's constructed and the way it's executed is really good. And there are some, there are, there's some legitimately good metal songs. And there's some, outside of that, there's just some fun songs that are very metal sounding, but are kind of fun and catchy. And overall, it's a really cool album. What have you, what has been your experience uh, with baby metal? Generally, it's, it's whatever DJM like links me to or whatever. And I, I mean, I like it for what it is. I haven't, I haven't like dived into it. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't disdain it for any reason. I think it's actually pretty fun. Like yeah. I, I have, I know the people who are just like, that's not metal raw. And I'm just like, no, give it a chance. Try it. Listen to it. Try it on. See how it fits. You might like it. Yeah. Who knows? Stop yeah. being a fucking D bag. Yeah. <laughs> have fun with it it's it's on the surface if you even if you don't dive into it on the surface it's still just uh, some fun songs like give me choco is just a, a really just kind of fun song and kind of silly but but cute you know it's a song called you know, it's give me chocolate it's just a song about the the girls wanting some chocolate and they're demanding chocolate so give them some chocolate and they're very adamant about it but it's still, you know, it's still really fun there. So they have talented musicians behind them and it's some legit metal. So if you so, don't give them a chance, people give so them a chance. Our next set of headlines are kind of grouping and in, in a, a twist and turn and plot device of, of album releases that, that we have been following here at, um, yeah, at Hollywood. Offices. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our correspondent in the streets. Yeah. Um, uh, so I had, we, I had we, nowhere to go after that. Please save me. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Uh, so we had the, of course, we talked about the, uh, uh, Sunesha Day Girls Generation, the Sunesha Day 21, uh, saga of their comebacks, their corresponding comebacks. Uh, right. the delays and the, the, the messing up of the music videos. But this week we finally had releases, uh, we finally had music to talk about and to listen to and to, to, uh, delve into. Uh, so first of all, right, uh, you know, the first out of the gate was SM, uh, coming, you know, SM had an interesting week aside from, you know, acquiring or at least investing in indie labels like Belgian. So, which is again, a cool thing for Casper, Casper's label. Shout out to Casper. Hopefully there's going to be some really cool things for her. Cause she's a cool chick. Uh, but, uh, the, 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 the hype around, uh, Sunesha Day's album, Mr. Mr., you know, right. kind of the, the, with the, the, you know, the plays and whatnot. And then they finally, the mini album came out officially. I mean, it came out a few days early accidentally, but it actually came out for real officially on purpose, uh, on the 24th <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> Craziness. It, it's been a crazy time for them. Um, and the album, and I picked it up as soon as I could. I jammed it. Uh, alright, so, you got to listen to a couple of the songs. I want to at first uh, listen to what you had to say about, uh, the songs that you've, uh, gotten a chance to listen to, what your opinions are. So, yeah, on, we're talking about the Sunisha Day album. I listened to like the first three tracks. 
Um, and it's very, I don't know, it, it seemed very standard. Like, nothing really stood out so far. And I, I think I need to really actually sit down and, like, let it kind of wash over me in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of let it play in the background and just kind of listen to it. Then, then kind of do how you guys do over at, at, uh, record breakers. You know, you kind of mm-hmm. listen to it, listen to it again, listen to it again. Um, and I think I need to have one of those experiences with that album. Um, so, but like I said, I don't know. It just seemed really standard from what I listened to. And it, it yeah. was because, cause I was, I listened to both of them back and back to back. And for me, uh, being the type of person I am, like two twenty one is my standout. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't really looking to expect much from Sunny Shida. Um, but I'm definitely going to go back to it and see if there's some bangers, see if there's some things that stand out that I, I really yeah. like want to listen to over and over again. Yeah. Um, and I'll say from, from my perspective. Okay. So I will say it's really cool. It's a good album. It's a good mini album. It, uh, it, on the whole, as a whole, uh, mini album, uh, it's probably, it, it's good. Alright, so, it's good. If you break it down, uh, Mr. Mister as a, uh, single, as a promotional single, uh, is the best single they've had in, in a few years, I have to say. It is very much signature Sunyashide. There are some parts to it that are new to them. Uh, you know, the, the Mr. Mr. has a, as a sound that it has the elements that are new to them. Uh, but it has their signature, like harmonizing. It has their signature vocals. Uh, it's very good. And it's definitely the, uh, it's definitely the best song that they've released in Korea in a couple of years, in like good three years. Cause it's, it's certainly better than I Got a Boy, which I chronicled my, (laughs) my feelings on that. And it's definitely better than the awkward as hell, the boys. Uh, it's has a cool, uh, hook to it is a cool, uh, you know, rhythm to it is really cool song. Uh, other songs on the album, you know, goodbye is really good. Uh, it's very catchy. Uh, it's very memorable. Europa is fantastic. Uh, it, again, it's very cool, a very good style to it. Uh, wait a minute. It's okay. It's, you know, it's a very st- standard dance pop track. Uh, back hug is kind of, it's not bad, but it's kind of a generic ballad, whatever. And then soul is, uh, I'd say the best song on the album is the, the closer soul. Um, because it is the Korean remake of the song that they put out for the blade and soul, uh, <laughs> MMO. Uh, it's a Korean, uh, version of the song they put out for the blade and soul mmo uh in china it originally came out in chinese uh and it's just a fantastic track and it just like it hooks you in and and you know what if you if you want a song for your video game playing uh, playlist put soul in there if you can acquire that uh put that one because it just kind of pumps you up to play video games for sure okay i mean it's kind of its purpose again being part of a video game OST, but it's a fantastic track. But overall, it's a really good mini album. Uh, it, I think it accomplished enough in, in the fact that it didn't need to do much because we just came off the heels of a really good Japanese release. But overall, it's a really good album. And it did exactly what I was hoping for it to do, which was 
one song per track. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I said last time, one song per track. All right. But also, they also bring brought out, uh, uh, in addition to just, of course, the, 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 in, the promotional release, of course, means a music video. And they came out with a music video for Mr. Mister after, uh, of course, that was the core of the, uh, release, uh, debauchery, the release debacle, which was Data lost in the music video. And they finally released a music video. Now, what did you think of the music video? Uh, uh, um, it, it's, I don't know, it's kind of visually, I don't want to say it's not something I would expect from Sunisha Day. But it's really colorful, you know, mm-hmm. like really like kind of blurry stuff and sh- shit like that. Like, um, not that it's bad in any way, you know. Um, I like the colorfulness. I like kind of all that stuff. I like, I don't know. I like it. You know, it's just yeah. not what you automatically think of when you think of GG. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like it's very. Would you say it's very over edited? <laughs> Yes. Uh, yes. Because I think that the prevailing uh, opinion is that it's very pretty. It has a lot of great visuals, but goddamn, it is is it over edited, and uh, it you know has a lot of really cool plot elements, but that don't really connect together. Hey, that there's a running theme we've been having for a little while. The music videos <laughs> that have the, the there should be a plot there, but. They can't really tie it together, or most of it was edited mm-hmm. out. Uh, what's going on? I think I think the guy gets a transplant with a jewel encrusted heart. Uh, some people in some comments said that maybe the part that we miss is the part where he gets superpowers from that uh, crystal encrusted heart, and he flies off and saves the world or something. But uh, we don't see that. Uh, the main thing and the main big complaint is that a lot of what's missing in this, uh, in this music video is, well, the dance. <laughs> this is, uh, this is def- this is a dance pop track and this is Senior Shade. When one of, the, and like you said, what you don't expect from Senior Shade, what you do expect from Senior Shade is some dancing. <laughs> like you expect some dancing, you, what you expect is dance in a box, but you expect some dancing. And you get like two seconds of dance and then it cuts away. And the, you get the one sequence where they're in those like suits and like, oh, and we talked about the the whole idea of there possibly being a managed concept. Those suits, the, 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 uh, 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 had me. Uh, they had me, they had my heart right there. When they came out in the suits, I'm like, uh, uh, you know, this is, this is a love thing. I, I think, I think I, I, it's, it's over. I'm irrevocably in love, you know, in those suits. Uh, and that it's Amber just amazing concept. how, <laughs> but they <laughs> pull it off well and yeah. they pull it off well in their own way where it's just like, it's still them. They're, they're not pretending to be Amber, but. It's still them, but that kind of new, different look, and it's just so sexy and awesome, and and they look amazing. And then, but they, but you barely see it because it just kind of cuts away. And then right. the the stance break part where you, you know maybe, when I heard this, that's what they lost. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's what I was getting to. There, there's the dance break in the you know that part where the you know the instrumental break that is obviously is meant for the dance. 
when I heard that song, just listening to the album, I was like, oh man, this, this part is going to get put the dance sequence. It's going to be awesome. I was anticipating it and they go to it and it's, you start to see the choreography and then they cut away. And I was like, what? No, go back. And then they go back for like half a second. Then they cut away again. I'm like, no. He's in pain. <laughs> no. And, uh, Teasing part where, where you had told me, uh, before where, uh, your reaction to the album and, and what was, uh, 21, what was not included. You said that you were going to start breaking windows. I told you recently that if there's no dance version of this all of music video, I'm breaking <laughs> windows. <laughs> right. No. I'm like, saying it right now. Like, well, all right. Well, let, let, this is where we'll start and this is where we'll get into this, right? We'll do, we'll transition into the, yeah, to, to anyone album has been released. Um, yeah, 21, and- uh, of course, this is, and it's an interesting journey because you and I are two different people that have had two different journeys. I joined later in the journey than you. So I have a different experience with 21 and different sense of expectations when, mm-hmm. when it comes to this album. Uh, you, this is an album that has been three years in the making. Um, yep. you've been there, I imagine most, pretty much all the, all the time for that entire journey, I assume. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I'm trying to, yeah, I, I think I've been in on 21 since trainees, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh and, and I have first, the first three albums. I don't have any of the, the offshoot singles, so I'm not a super duper fan, but yeah. Uh, so it, it is uh, an album that has been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed because YG. Um, and of course was met and of course was met with a, a, a nice little additional delay for of a couple of days before it was finally released because, you know, YG. Um, and because it, because Sinesha Day was going to release their album on the same day. And let's be honest, they were not going to achieve their all kill. With Sinisha Day on the same day. That's just being honest. At least when they moved it pa- pa- back a couple days, they could achieve their all kill and have their headlines. But right. aside from that, they released uh, their album, Crush. They actually uh-huh. released it. Um, we're not lying. We're serious. They actually <laughs> yeah, released their second it. album. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to buy it somehow, some way. I may have to yes. get money to buy it for me and then transfer the things into MP3 so I don't have to buy it on iTunes myself. Um... <laughs> but uh, but you've you've heard a good chunk of it. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait because I'm gonna give my uh un oh yeah yeah let's, un, let's do it this like way. fan. So, so last time for, from from well since you're the super fan for for Girls Generation, I'm the super fan for 21. You go first this time. Yeah, so uh, as somebody who doesn't spend three years anticipating this album, but I, I'm aware of you know the the time it it took to finally come out, it was a good album, you know, a good set of ten tracks. I think the promotional singles are are good. Come back home is a really good song, and yeah, yeah. except for a couple of things which I'll get into. Yeah, we'll uh, talk about once. that. I I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that that was you when I first looked at that. I was like, what? <laughs> Happened. I was like, "What if Petey was like, oh, I was like, you know, what? I didn't even realize that was trap. And I was like, man, this person was angry. 
And I look, I was like, oh, this is us. Well, this is Petey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll get back to it, come back home. But, uh, Crush is a really cool song. Uh, a couple of the other songs are really, uh, really, uh, fantastic. Uh, let Happy me get back to this. Confused me. Happy is happy. a little confusing. Uh, because and Asian Junkie kind of put it as, uh, it sounds like something A Pink would do. Like, it well, sounds like I'm, an. I'm confused because does it have anything to do with the whole Pharrell happy thing for maybe some reason? I because don't know. The way and the style that the video is shot is the same style of the Pharrell happy thing. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think we'd have to analyze it, but yeah, it, it, it seems like it. But it's very kind of a, a pop, a straightforward pop song. Uh, Good to You was really cool. It has a really cool vibe to it. Uh, a song like If I Were You was really good. Dara actually, uh, stands out and does really well in that song. Uh, Happy was cool. It was, you know, confusing. Scream. All right. Scream's inclusion is the the very telling factor here because Scream is a song that was originally on their uh, Japanese release. I think just before that. Yeah. Now this usually happens when a really good song is like on the they do what on the Japanese single and then all right we're gonna we're having a Korean album hey let's bring in that really cool song that that they made over there bring in the beat translate the lyrics and then we'll include it here it's kind of okay we'll, we'll include it on this main album uh, that 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 single we released in Japan because it was a really cool song so we should include it here uh, the problem is scream that came out in 2011. <laughs> So that's very telling because this uh, that shows you how long ago this was supposed to come out. Which was just supposed to come out just and after also, the, the, the also, there weren't other songs that have they just recently re- recently recently. What is that? Recently. <laughs> they they recently released that I don't know. Huh? Maybe you could have put on this album. Huh, YG? Hmm. Huh? 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 You didn't work on some kind of reggae-ish song? Yeah. I'm going to slap somebody. Um. (laughs) Uh, And I have to say, one of the cool songs, it's uh, one of the cool songs, the CL solo, uh, um, MTBD, or Men Boom, uh, Mental Uh Breakdown, is a really cool song. Uh, It's not revolutionary in any way. Just as a song in and of itself, you don't, it's just really cool. It's catchy, interesting, kind of out there. Other people don't really like it. I think some people have have kind of been mad on it, but I like it. I don't really try to ascribe any kind of expectation, uh, 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 you know, uh, put any expectations on it. I I think for what it is, is a really cool song and, it's definitely better than Baddest Female. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely. Are we still, are we still pushing that song down to the bottom of the bin? You know what? I shouldn't, you know what? That, that remix that, uh, Teddy Park did for the, for the mom, for, uh, the Gayo Dejan. I think if, if that was the original, the official song, if that got, like retroactively transformed to the official song, I wouldn't feel so bad about it, but it's just that, that it's just, you know, no. So, so yeah. So speaking of songs and then speaking of remixes, come back home, which is kind of title ish track. Um, yeah, it's the not the title, single. you know, yeah. Promotional yeah. single. Uh, so they have the video for it. Very future pop. It's very, very know. cool. Very, really cool visuals. It, yeah. Well, 
and very cool visuals. And I had a different, definitely an interesting experience for the music video. And I liked it. Uh, very cool visuals, very cool story. I mean, it's nothing new. It's a, you know, the Matrix 21 destroys the Matrix, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're fighting against the machine, man, kind of fucking music video. It's very yeah. kind of cliche standard music video. Um, yeah. But the song itself is really, I like the song as it is, yeah. as it stands. And the reason I say that and the reason we're talking about that is because good friend Peter, who sits across the internet from me, um, did something with the song. Um, <laughs> the song has, has, has a breakdown. Alright, so trans- I think it's as midpoint transitions in it, which pe- some people tend to call trap music or, you know, uh-huh. just trap style of, of making music or whatever. Apparently, Peter did not care for the trap. <laughs> I just, okay. So the, the problem is that I, 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 I'm very much of the, the, the opinion of that are a few of people share that it's a really fantastic song until you get to this, uh, part, this transition part that just completely breaks the song for me. And then especially when it starts to go on, come baby, come, come baby, come, come. It's like, like, and then, then you finally get back to the song. It's like, all right, we're back into the song. And then the, the break comes back. And, and it just kind of, it, it takes me out of the song and I just wanted to experience it in a different way. I wanted to like, you know, maybe see what it's like without that, uh, interruption. And I created, <laughs> I went in audacity and I kind of snipped and tucked and used my experience of editing, uh, audio podcasts and I created the trap free, free version. And I think it's an interesting new way of listening to the song. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I I understand what you're saying. Like when when you listen to it, it's a just a more like kind of one take smooth song, but that's not to anyone, you know. Yeah. No. All right. So here's the thing. I think uh, at the end of the day, when I actually listen to the song, I understand why it needs to be there. Why there needs to be a good transition point there and a good. Uh, uh, resting point. Uh, but I think a, there are, I, I don't think it works as well as they want it to work. I, I'm just in my opinion, I think it kind of takes the, uh, takes you out of the experience. Even in the music video, I understand where it, it, it makes a little more sense in the music video than just in the album. I, I think, I think if you listen to the acoustic version, you can see where, uh, without it, it's very, a much, a much smoother experience. I, I, if it had a different kind of, uh, resting point, a different kind of transition style that didn't kind of interrupt the flow as much, I think it would be a better, uh, better song and a better choice. But that's just, yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it like I I heard what you did with it, and when you, I don't know, like you hear two any one right? It it with it out, it it, and I don't know if it's because I've already heard it with it in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, it, but it's in a very obvious sense. Something got taken out. <laughs> it is, yeah, sense. It, but even with the two any one song, it just feels like there's something missing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, if I was better at, like, 
song making, or maybe we can pl- uh, bug our buddy Zach Holder, who apparently has uh, you know has communicated with YG before because he's made uh, mashups with Gangnam Style before. Um, so maybe we can get him to get the masters and maybe make something <laughs> happen with that. Uh, but aside from that, it, it, it's just. At the end of the day, I think it was a, I think it's a really good song. It's just that that was something that I wish was different and a little bit better. Uh, okay. I think it, that's just, uh, what I thought. But what did you think of the album and, and, and then the video and the song? Um, I need, I, I gotta get this album. Like I said, I'm gonna get my hands on it some way, somehow. Um, I like the video. I, the only, <laughs> this is me being a nitpicky ass motherfucker about like just, girl looks but god damn it i hate cl with blonde hair like <laughs> of, of all the things in the world that i could have fucking picked out i could have been like oh man there's you know this fucking weird ass thing here like oh the cohesiveness of a music of a korean music video and the thing that i go for is like oh cl with blonde hair again not my thing yeah i so uh yeah the brunette is just a much better look for her uh, well, she did say, uh, even with the blonde hair, she did say on like a segment on asking a box on YouTube, she says, uh, they ask her, uh, what she would do if she didn't, aside from singing, it says, I want to find a husband and uh, have a baby. And um, I immediately thought, I volunteer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as you were saying, um, I don't know. That's pretty much like, that's pretty much it for me. Like I, I like the video. Like it's actually almost cohesive. Yeah. Um very Blade Runner, very mm-hmm. like um They didn't lose footage on that. No. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and I, I I teased the thing that it didn't pay off. Uh that there is the prevailing wisdom that the dance footage is very much what uh that is what they lost with uh Sinisha Day's video. That the dance oh, yeah, footage no. that's why it's got yeah. you know, slapped. But yeah. It, it, 21, it, it, I think, it, it's hard to say, as somebody who's been waiting for this, uh, a full album for three years, like, does this at least satisfy you a little bit as, uh, as an album? Yes. I'm not, I'm not, not mad because it took three years to put out a fucking pop album. Really? But, I'm happy with the result. Okay. Uh, and I have to say, if, if we want to play the game of comparing the two, which I know it could cause some volatility, and I think they're both fantastic groups. Like I said, they're my, they're tied for top spot for me. I love them both. Um, I have to say, they're both really fantastic. Uh, you know, Mr. Mr. and, uh, Crush overall. I have to say that, Mr. Mister accomplishes as much for me, just in my opinion, as much, at least almost as much, if not as much in their mini album than it takes 21 to accomplish in a full album. Uh, <laughs> and I think that might be the most telling, but that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't know if you, once you get to listen to the full albums, uh, what you'll think, but. It's, it, it's I'll, very... I'll, I'll bring my thoughts next week. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to listen to, to Gigi's album and I'm going to listen to this 21 album on repeat, like as soon as I get mm-hmm. my hands on it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you people know what I think next week. 
Um, but yep, yeah, that's all for our music headlines. Uh, let's let's play that. Uh, let's play that drama stinger. Okay, so we're back after that other stinger. Oh, how you like that? Look at yeah. me now. Um, and so recently, recently, uh, a show that you've been kind of exasperating about over and over, <laughs> um, that you've been so, 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 so in love with, uh, from, from Korea has been My Love from Another Star, uh, which mm-hmm. you can catch over on Drama Fever. Um, and you've had the season finale for the show, right? For yeah, the series the finale for the show. The um, last week? This week. So, uh, episodes okay. 20 and 21, uh, happened this week. Uh, okay. it's been interesting. Uh, but yeah, it, it is a very cool show. So we have the finale. And as I've chronicled, it's a show about, you know, an alien lands during the Jonasson dynasty, has been here for 400 years, uh, has superpowers. Uh, I think our, I will save the full description for when we talk about when we both have our thoughts of the show as a whole but as far as how the ending has come along i have to say it ended really well uh i liked where it landed um i liked the happy ending that they created for the show i'm always a person that i don't need the typical happy ending i don't need the lavish wedding i don't need all right, they have a wedding and they have kids and they have all this thing. If they land in a good place where they feel like they could find happiness going forward and I know they're happy uh in the future in the pretend world that technically doesn't exist but exists only in my head, I'm good. Um in the last few episodes, they the the comedy was dialed down a little bit, more of the melodrama was brought up. Uh the resolution of the whole murder subplot was was solved really nicely and very uh had some great uh justice to it uh mm-hmm. you know the bad guy got his comeuppance and in, in a very satisfying way uh in the way that you know he got his the rug pulled out from under him and it yeah. was kind of cool and satisfying uh the central characters found a good place in the overarching uh dilemma that was being built up uh throughout the series was resolved really well and in in a way that didn't seem like they pulled it out uh they it, it it's you would seem all right when you watch a show you're going to assume that once it gets to the end that they're going to pull out some solution that gives you the happy ending out of their ass that uh makes no sense like that, that somehow it it like it magically you know gets resolved in the pretty way but it actually gets resolved in a way that makes sense. Like, uh, what you, what they say, keep saying it's going to happen. What they keep saying, keep saying needs to happen does happen, but they find a way to kind of, all right. So the, the resolution, all right. So the, what they've been teasing towards out the entire series is that he needed to go back home. He was going to get his one shot to go back home. Either he's going to go, uh, leave for forever, you know, go back to his home planet. Or he was going to die here because if he stayed here beyond that, he was going to lose all his energy and disappear into like dust or whatever, or just die. Um, so either leave or die, <laughs> you know, 
So at the end, he left. But, and then they spent, uh, then three years later, uh, Chun Sung Yi is alone, still miserable because he left, <laughs> you know, he had to go back home. He, uh, she, she sent him away. She demanded he leave because she was happier with him being alive somewhere than dead here, but she's still sad, but he finds a way and he, he, he tries his best to come back. <laughs> And he, the resolution is that he was able to come back for short spurts before he was pulled back. And he shows up for slightly longer spurt and is pulled back. Slightly longer spurts. And now it, the, what you find out going forward is that those visits become longer and longer before he gets pulled back. So as going forward, like the, the most recent one, they said he gets to stay for a year this time. Before he gets pulled back. So then you're left with that as the happy ending. Where they're still able to appreciate the time that they have together. Uh, going forward. Knowing that at any moment it could be their last. Or at least their last for a while. So, and that's the happy ending that they create. That doesn't seem... And I, I think it's, it's so well done. And doesn't seem like pulled out of left field and put out, pulled out of their ass. You know? Uh... And I think it's clever and really well done. It's just a really good uh, drama. And I'm really looking forward to you checking it out. Because uh, it's just a really fun, funny, sweet drama that is killing it. <laughs> and it's popular for a reason. It is not it is not popular because it was uh, focus grouped into popularity airs. <laughs> it's popular because it is just a really good drama. With, of course, two marketable stars. <laughs> Uh, Jun Ji Hyun is just, you know, the, the, a, a, a world class diva. Uh, and she's awesome. And I love her. I'm in love with Gianna John, aka Jun Ji Hyun. She's amazing in the show. Uh, so everyone should check it out. Catch up. Kaz, you're gonna catch up the best you can. Yeah. And, and once you caught up, we'll discuss, uh, both of our thoughts in the show as a whole and how well, it, uh, how, how it progresses. And especially I want to hear your thoughts as the drama veteran. <laughs> As the drama veteran, uh, because I think, I think it's a fantastic show, but obviously that's just my opinion. It'd be interesting to know your opinion. Huh? Oh yeah, no, don't worry. I, I will, I will definitely like kind of watch the show, kind of go over it and give my opinions of mm-hmm. what I think of it. I don't know why I just did that. I don't know. What's I don't know. It's fancy. It sounded fancy. It did. Mm-hmm. Fancy as fuck. Yep. All right, well that's that's it for us. I think that's yes. uh, a fine show, another fine episode of Hallyujuku uh in the can. Uh, yep. uh what's going on what's going on in your world, Kaz? There is a oh, I don't know, there's just a bunch of stuff going on. Still working on new ideas and, and forging new paths. But as always, you know where to go to follow the links about.me slash King Kaz for you know all of that stuff. Um and I'm gonna transition out of this by going to hey Petey, what did you guys listen to on Record Breakers? Uh Yes, on Record Breakers this week, and it'll be yesterday because I swapped the episodes just because, sorry guys, we delayed an episode, just we had busy schedules, but uh, yesterday you uh, we released the episode where we had the next installment of Hip Hop Month with Dan Lassac versus Scroobius Pip and their album Angles, 
and we had a really cool talk and I was actually nervous about what the guys would think. And I was like going before I was like, what are the guys saying? So, but it turns out it was a rave. I mean, spoilers, it was a rave. Uh, but listen to exactly why we lo- all universally love this album. Uh, because there are some specific reasons uh, that I think y'all should check out. Uh, but yeah, record breakers, uh, is on the, on the website. Uh, this show is at Hallyujuku on the Twitter. Uh, I'm at PD Rave. Alright, let me start it over. I'm at PD Rave. This show is at Hallyujuku. The show's website is Hallyujuku.com or kpoppodcast.com. The podcast network's website is rebellion.net where you can check out this show. Record Breakers and Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, all over the place. Just look all over the place. Just we're, we're in your left uh, uh, drawer. We're inside there too. We're everywhere. Uh, not your right what? drawer. This that, that's just other stuff. But we're in your left drawer on the bottom. I think you've gone too far. <laughs> Until next time, Marcelo Suevos, fighting. Annyeong. Annyeong. Hashtag Anthony. That's what it sounded like.